Welcome to my podcast with me, Dr. Kate Bartram-Brown, interviewing successful people that I know personally that all have something in common. Yes, they all use magic, the hidden sciences and the mystery school lineage to create success in the modern world. Hello, and once again, we are live. So if you're listening to us on the podcast, welcome, or you might be watching us on the YouTube channel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. And today I am joined by the lovely Kelly. Kelly, how are you today? I'm doing good. How are you? Very well, thank you. Now, I'm very excited because I I wanted to get, uh, you know, to chat to you because we've been talking back and forth about your journey with the mystery school and in particular the healing that happened with the inner child and I know this is a big subject for people um so could you tell us a little bit about your life before uh kind of mystery school and then and then you know how it affected the inner child and the work I know we've only got 10 minutes but if you could squeeze it all in somehow I'd be so grateful I will do my best (laughs) yeah so basically um my life before the mystery school, I, you know, I was pretty depressed. I had a lot of anxiety, um, sort of undiagnosed ADHD, things like that. And just a lot of old wounding that I just really didn't understand how that affected my now. I had really no understanding of of the inner child or anything like that. Um, and when I found the mystery school, I was... <laughs> Um, I had just had my child, he's now eight, but he was around one at the time. And I just, after having him, you know, I'd been kind of on this path of self-initiating, like spiritual seeking. And I, I was sort of avoiding it, but at the same time opening up to it. And so a lot of things were just kind of happening with my own gifts and intuition. And I just ignored my intuition a lot. which was very ended up being pretty painful and um so one day you know just after months and months of kind of this inner knowing that i needed to do something that helped the world or other people um with these kind of spiritual awakening gifts that i had going on um combined with just you know not ideal living situation just really just lack mentality I was so stuck in just the victimhood mindset of Mm. even my blessings almost felt like a burden at the time. I was just really in that kind of place. And one day, you know, how I found the mystery school was just very like, I called out to the universe one day and I said, I need to know my next steps. I need to know it today. I need to know what to do with all this. Right. And so at work that day, uh, my friend Ali Farrow walked in and she, we started talking and um, she said, I do life activation. So I was like, zing, like, there it is. And then she introduced me to my now guide, Chiana, and I just really rolled with it from there. So I, I had called it in. I was ready um, within the first, it's been, you know, six years now, but it's the first month I did life activation, initiation, galactic activation, sacred geometry, one, two, and three, um, sign up for healers, sign up for Kabbalah. Like I did everything and I did it really fast. And what I really started to notice is 
there were a lot of things that were naturally just kind of easing and falling away. But then after my first round of Kabbalah, I looked back and I was like, oh, I was sort of seeking this push button, you know, fix it all kind of deal. So then I realized, okay, I actually have to apply and it's not enough to, to gain the knowledge. Um, it's about the application, right? It's about doing the rituals, using the tools, applying the teachings. So um, one thing back to the inner child work that I've really taken out of this, like I do the rituals that we get and empower thyself and they just help to clear and create great space and manifest in a more clear and uh, better way. And then as far as emotional healing, I really attribute so much of the work I did in Kabbalah. I've done three um, Kabbalah trees, the yeah. Hermetic Kabbalah Ascension programs now, and I'm sure I will do more in my life. I love it. Um, and I found that, you know, and a disclaimer, every Kabbalah journey is different. So mm -hmm. mine may look different than someone else's, but something that sparked in me, um, my first tree was with Verla Wade and something that really sparked in me was this, this idea of the inner child. And it just sort of made so much sense. And, you know, we have a lot of these, um, you know, catchy words that float around the collective a lot. And I see inner child more and more these days and um, how I, speaking from my experience, how I have used it in my life to um, help myself heal faster and, and just more sustainably is um, I see it as you get a wound or a belief or some idea about yourself or the world when you're a child, essentially, some, maybe something happened. And it doesn't, what's funny is it doesn't have to be this extreme, terrible, outrageous thing. It can really be like this very small moment um, for example, one time I was singing in the car and my mom was just frustrated and I'm a mom, so I understand. Yeah. She wasn't trying to be mean at all. She just was like, can you be quiet? I don't want to listen to you right now or something like that. And yeah. um, I realized years later, I had this filter about I could perform, I could act, I could play sports, I could be in front of people speaking, I could do all these things. But trying to sing, I would literally choke up. And so that's just a, a little example of it doesn't have to be this huge wound. So I traced it back to that moment. And, you know, when you kind of find that, that little key, you can then forgive it, heal it, release it. And, and for me, especially just talking to my inner child, and listening to her, and kind of tapping into that and you know, saying things like, I love your singing. I like, I, I like hanging out with you. You know, I let whatever the situation calls for. And then in turn, kind of listening to what, so we'll stick on this realm of singing. My inner child loves to sing. And it's, it's not to perform or, or be in front of you. It's just, she loves to do it. So finding things that your inner child loves to do is also a form of healing as well. So and that goes for really, I mean, it doesn't have to be necessarily just those formative years, um, those one through five, like I believe Carl Jung talks about. Um, yeah. However, it's like, 
I look at it as any age. So like, what in this moment am I being triggered or reminded of? And maybe it's 20 year old me in that situation, trying to essentially kick in and run the show and, and protect the now me, right? So I have done just self guided meditations too, where I go back and I kind of allow that, that, that 20 year old Kelly and kind of picture her and um, give her a hug, talk to her, say, I, for, I forgive you or whatever she needs to hear um, in those moments. So that's kind of, I did get introduced to that idea in Kabbalah and I've just really run with it and it's, it's helped so much. It's stopped, I've stopped panic attacks. I feel like a lot of my anxiety is just, has been really related to those old beliefs and, and filters that got created throughout my life. So it's just a really quick, practical application of how to work with the inner child that, and, and there's so much more. I mean, I, there's, I could talk for hours about everything I've learned in Kabbalah or mystery school or gained from it, but that's kind of one little piece. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love that because I think it's so relevant to what people are going through now. Yeah. It's, you know, when you said, you know, oh, I was stuck in that, you know, kind of that victimhood mentality and even the the good things were even like painful, you know, it's just, you know, and I think a lot of people can relate to that right now. And, and just you explaining that very simple, you know, moment of, you know, being, you know, the singing, I think that helps people understand just what one moment can, how it can influence your life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't mean, you know, that's the thing. It doesn't have to be, sometimes we talk about trauma or wounding and we think it has to be this huge event, but it could really just be something small where you took on an idea and, um, and it can really just create this filter through which we're perceiving everything in the now. And so moments where, you know, in the mystery school, they teach if some, if an emotion or a reaction kind of lasts longer than 15 minutes or so, then it's something old. So in those moments, I like to just stop, you know, we can stop and ask ourselves, how old do I feel right now? And that's something I picked up again from Verla Wade, but I've really just applied it to my life. And, um, it really just helps kind of, but I've also done, you know, so many healings and so many initiations. So I, I also have that kick, you know, that, that kick and that boost um, and as well. I think that's interesting because yeah, you know how you said at the beginning that you, you did, you know, whatever you could. And I was like that too. You know, it's like, okay, I needed a lot for me to, um, you know, get out of the place that I, I was in and I, and I recognize that and I was so grateful I was able to do that. So I think that's another powerful message just to people out there, you know, because some people say to me, oh, well, I, I don't want to do too much too soon. And I don't, I don't feel like that. I feel like if you want to do, then do, you know? Because yeah. And, and again, like back to that intuition piece is I had a really strong intuition before the mystery school and I really ignored it. Right. So, so then entering the mystery school, I just, I was trying to do the opposite of that. I was just doing what I felt called to do. And, and it was amazing because the money would show up and the support and the childcare would show up and the, you know, the more I desired, and that's what we create from, right? So the more I desired 
that shift and those changes, I was just done living life like in the same way that I have. And it's not saying it was just like that, you know, cause I've done a lot. And, you know, after my first year doing so much, I did hit a point where I switched and I was like, I need some more healing. So I went to Chiana and Verla and I got a lot of different healings and I still do. And those really helped to support um, my shifting energy. And, you know, as far as what life is like now, I mean, I'm, it's beyond what I can even imagine. Like I used to be in such lack mentality and just the ways I can shift my mindset and heal that into abundance. Like there's, there's all these little tools that even if you're not part of the mystery school, you can still apply, like counting your gratitudes and shifting your mindset. And I feel like sometimes that is like, oh yeah, I've heard, yeah, be grateful. But like, it's actually a tool that you need to use and like apply. So um, there, there's work, you know, along the way, but the mystery school definitely, I mean, I've, I've done a lot of spiritual things before that. And healings and etc but this is just the fastest you know i like i'm very results driven i want to see the change so you know yes you have to work yes you should apply the tools um, but there's so many great benefits and and results you can gain so i love that i love it thank you so much we we are i mean that went so quickly but what i wanted to say also that now people can get in touch with you if they if they want to work with you as well, because I know, you know, you, you decided because you'd seen such great results, then, you know, you obviously are a healer and life activation practitioner and all the rest of it. So we have your details on, on, you know, on the description. So um, which area are you in Kelly? Just so people know. Yeah. So I'm about two hours away from Seattle on the peninsula side. Um, I'm in a place called Port Ludlow. Um, it's not very well known, but it's it's more on the um, peninsula of, of Washington. So just a two hours away from Seattle. Amazing. Not too amazing. far. <laughs> thank you so much. That was amazing. I know that's going to inspire lots of lots of people. So thank you for sharing and thank you for, you know, the continued work and, and supporting others. So thank you very much. Yeah, of course. Felt good to say. <laughs> yeah, I love so it. <laughs> Oh, lovely I mean, and we thank talk you. for hours but this I know I know we will we'll, we'll have more we'll do more I know okay. I know it <laughs> we're like oh yeah let's do some more yeah. um thank you everybody for listening in and um you know uh, if, if you want to get in touch with Kelly please do uh she's got a wealth of knowledge and experience so uh take care for now all right thank you